Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, this is Joe Lynch. I'm here on the Must Hear Music podcast, and we have uh, some very special guests today. We have Sunflower Bean. Hi. And well, welcome, first off. And <laughs> Hi. so we've got Hi. three of you here. Can you guys all introduce yourselves so with your with your names so we, we all know people listening know you who's talking? Yeah. Hi, I'm Jacob from Sunflower Bean. I'm Nick. And I'm Julia. Cool. And so so yeah, you guys brought some recommendations, which we'll get to, which I appreciate very much. Um but let's talk I want to talk a little about the band too. So you're uh, album Human Ceremony came out, which is awesome. I really like it. Um, I'm just wondering, like, it's a, it's a kind of. It reminded me of like both 60s psychedelica and kind of like 80s jangly college rock. Um, but you guys are pretty young, so like, how did you get into that type of music? Yeah. Um, I think our parents. Yeah. And, and then further digging upon that. Yeah, we were. We all had uh, had kind of like parents that really loved music, um, and I think they kind of like shared that um, with us a little bit. And then once you kind of, I feel like, have that foundation, then you kind of branch out from there and like discover your own stuff. But yeah, we definitely didn't grow up with like listening to a lot of like hip hop, I guess, <laughs> or I didn't. Yeah. yeah, or pop music, or pop music really. <laughs> like or it's a different kind of pop, right? Yeah. <laughs> And, um, I mean, how did you all meet? How did you come together to, to form? We kind of, we, we were all, I was playing in another band since I was like 13 and the boys wow. were in another band when they were like 14, 15. So we were all kind of like on the, in the music scene. And so we would end up like, we, our old bands played a show together and we went to shows together and we kind of saw each other around. And I actually saw Nick and Jacob play as Sunflower Bean with a different bass player. And I was like, oh those guys got something going on and then they uh asked me to be the uh full-time bassist and singer yeah that's awesome so you were already a fan before you i was yeah we had all started becoming friends and then i went to see them and i remember they were playing wild thing and nick was like (laughs) on the floor playing guitar and i was like i was like they're real they're going for something here this is really good you mean like the trogs wild thing not like tone loke yeah, rap song. Wild yeah, thing. not not the not the rap song. I would like to see that as well, but um, <laughs> some other time. Some other time. <laughs> yeah. And so when the when you were working on the album was like how how did you do that? Did you guys all work together, or did someone kind of handle primary songwriting duties, or? Well, I'm sorry, I'm t- answering so many questions. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I totally the, fine. In general, 
we kind of write songs all together. Like Nick will usually bring in like a guitar riff or like a part of a song or something, and then we'll um, like work it out together. And then for the album, we kind of did the same thing, except with we reworked some older songs and wrote some new ones. And then we did a lot of demoing for that for the album with the help of Matt Molnar, who produced it. And we, yeah, kind of went to his home studio and figured a lot of stuff out. Yeah, we just basically, like, since Nick brings in a lot of different ideas and, like, songs that are up to, like, a certain point, and then we all work it out in Jacob's basement, which is where we still have, have we've played from the beginning and, and still play out in Long Island. It's, like, nice to be away from the city a little bit and work stuff out there. So it's it's pretty collaborative. So you're rehearsing in Long Island, and where are you guys living now? Are you in Brooklyn? Yeah, oh, the I, live, Brooklyn? I live in Brooklyn. And... I live in Long Island. Yeah, and I live um, in kind of like Alphabet City slash the East Village uh, in the apartment that I grew up in, actually. But my parents aren't there, so it's kind of weird. But we all used to live together in Brooklyn. And you found, did that work? I mean, because I know a lot of young bands are finding it's too, well, and old bands, too. I've talked to people in their 40s who are, like, leaving Brooklyn because it's just getting so expensive now. Yeah. Um, But you guys are, like, able to make it work so far. Was that why you moved out of the place altogether, living altogether? I think, well, living altogether was, actually, I think, worked fairly well for how intensive a situation it is. But I went back because the, um, my dad was moving out of the apartment and it's rent stabilized. Mm -hmm. It's not rent controlled, but it's like, it still goes up, but you know, only, it's only allowed to by certain increments. So for me, it was this, I was, I'm paying the same price that I was in, in Bushwick, which is pretty hefty on both Mm -hmm. sides, but at least in this way I was keeping the apartment but I still have roommates and stuff right and so when you were when you were working on this one were there um were there any particular like bands or other albums that you you used as kind of touchstones or like what were you thinking where was your like musical headspace while working on this I think there were a few albums that we were kind of thinking about while we made this one and it was the first Velvet Underground album Houses of the Holy by Led Zeppelin, Um, Rumors Rumors by Fleetwood Mac, and um, Piper at the Gates of Dawn by Pink Floyd. I think were kind of inspiration albums in terms of like their dynamic between Mm -hmm. like really heavy and loud, exciting songs and then softer, more sweet, poppier, sort of um, like soft rock songs. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, those are all I mean yeah those are all unimpunable albums and um, that's a good point about I, House of the Holy is very much like that yeah. like with the soft like really lovely stuff and then the really good riffs because yeah I was surprised listening to your album for the first time um, whenever it came out I think it was in February right? yeah, yeah. Um, three weeks ago and now it is February yeah. so that was a few weeks ago um, that you know, like it starts out, and you're like, I was kind of like, okay, I, I I like this sound, and then, but there's some really like heavier moments too, like mm-hmm. where you guys really like rock out. Do you ever like? Would you ever consider doing like a full on like start to finish like hard rock medley song? Well, we, we kind of yeah, we did that with <laughs> that our first wrong. our first seven inch with Fat Possum that we mm-hmm. put out the Stalker and I Hear Voices. We kind of did that and like 
chose to do that. Like we went to a, a studio called Volume Four after the Black Sabbath album, yes. and it was like known to get like a really good like heavy sound. And I think I think we did it all to tape, very little overdubs kind of thing. And I think it was kind of like unfulfilling mm-hmm. in a way for us, because like even though it's really kind of like fun to do that, and we love to, it just I don't know. We felt like we could explore more. Yeah. It's, it's fun for us to play really heavy songs live, but then for some reason on that seven inch when we tried to make, you know, like two like stoner rock songs on a seven inch, it just wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, uh, it didn't sound like us really to us, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And for some reason it comes across really great live and it's a lot, it's a lot of fun live, but on the record we kind of just sound like a very light sort of like doom rock band like if you played <laughs> the seven inch at 33 rpm instead mm-hmm. of 45 it sounds like an actual doom metal band <laughs> like if you do that then it sounds like a real electric wizard song but yeah. if not it kind of sounds like an, like a hipstery and in, indie rock version of a <laughs> doom rock well song. i think it's also like you know it's it's i think one thing that we all like to do is is to you know try to channel a lot of different influences and make something sort of original out of that and I think when you when you just try to do like one you know thing, one thing yeah. it's, it's not it's, it's not limiting as fun. yeah I think we found that it was limiting so I think it's good that we did that because it taught us it it helped us get into the right headspace for the album which is like okay we don't just want to do this like yeah. really heavy thing yeah. all the time <laughs> and the album doesn't really skip the album doesn't really skip genres as much as it just um <laughs> Sorry, my mic is being placed. Um, I think in, it's it doesn't really skip genres. I think it just has a lot of different dynamics, different dynamic. dynamic and influence from different bands that somehow it's still, to my ears at least, like the same sort of like personality throughout the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Like rock music that. is a broad term. Like just yeah. because you have a song that has a distortion pedal and then there's a song with a chorus pedal. Really Some people get really freaked genres. out by it. Or like, this band is jumping from like, you know, like proto psych metal to punk to scuzz punk and to like, <laughs> to s- whatever like thing you want to put in front of it, like dream noise metal. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And then they have a song that's really airy, like, <laughs> jangle 
Shoegaze. Pop, pop. shoegaze. Just every, yeah. I'm impressed. I'm like, wow, yeah. I didn't even know oh we were all those things. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. It's like we're just, we're just trying to be us. Just trying to live life. <laughs> yeah. No, I, th- I think that's, it's um, weird when people do that. Like, especially like in 2016 or, you know, even like a couple of years ago, it's just like everyone kind of increasingly listens to everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to kind of expect bands to stick with one thing. Yeah. Is, I feel it seems like a little old band, fashioned. I feel like most bands really do. Stick to one thing? Stick to one thing. Yeah, well, I think... Or at least two things. Yeah. I don't know. It, it works for... I think it's... I think also the thing with with, with us is that... Um, is that we're all... Since, since it is all collaborative, there's so much that's going into it. I think sometimes if you're just, like, one person leading something, it's going to always sound the same. But yeah. since it mm-hmm. has a lot of different things from each of us, that keeps it a little a little more broad. Yeah. That is totally fair. Well, let's talk about, so we're talking about some of the influences. Let's talk about some of the stuff that you guys are listening to and digging these days. So um, first of all, I want to give you props. I've had a lot of artists come on and like give recommendations, but you guys are like, I think the first one to actually send the list ahead of time, which I really appreciate. That was big big props to you. so yeah, but let's talk Krista. about this is uh, <laughs> this is uh, an interesting list. So at at the top of it, you've got the new dive album, uh, is the Izar is the name of the so and so this is the follow up to the one uh, that he put out in 2012, which mm-hmm. is Ocean. Yes. Yep. that's yeah. always yeah. So and that was like a a big breakthrough, and this you know is uh four years later which is kind of a long time you know yeah. Yeah. between albums at least like in the 21st century it seems like a long time I know like yeah. bands in the 70s used to take a lot longer but it's like now everything is so like have a product out once a year god the fact that ocean was four years ago makes me feel so old <laughs> you you are definitely so old <laughs> I can't believe that was four years ago <laughs> no you guys are all super <laughs> how old are you, are you sure guys you were like we're 20 we're 20 yeah you're Incredibly young. So you were in high school when that came yeah. out, basically. Yeah. Um, Dive's one crazy. of my true love bands. They were the true band that love. first formed when I started coming to DIY shows in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my good friends was asked by Cole back then to be the original guitarist. But really? he was just way too young and it didn't work out. But he was, I, my, he was my age. He would have been. He was like 15. He was 15 and I was 16 <laughs> and we both went to Cole's apartment and like listened to the demos. And it was really cool watching Dive, at, like seeing them a bunch. And they were really a big inspiration to me mm-hmm. about how to form a band. So do you yeah. see them at like DBA and Glasslands? And yeah, I saw them so many times. <laughs> like probably like 20 to 30 times in like 2012. That's a yeah. lot of times. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was going <laughs> to like shows once every a week. week. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I was going to shows every week, so I pretty much they were my favorite with um, a band called Total Slacker, and another band that broke up called Night Manager. So every show they played, I would basically go to <laughs> those yeah. three bands. I think I think is the Izar is a really amazing album, and it is it is long but you know what it's you know we like me people like music you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's like i I feel like everyone's giving it like people are hard on it because it is long but it's like something has to be long long. these days you know like it's okay it all seems it all seems necessary it it does and especially for us because we got to tour with them in october which was really awesome and so like hearing like we got to hear it it, them play it live or like some of it live every night 
for a while. So hearing it, like, at least me, I'm just starting to, like, I've been listening to the album, like, just now, like, a couple of times, like, spinning mm-hmm. it, and it's, I don't know. And from it's, start, it's yeah. hard. Sometimes it's hard to, d- this, the feelings that you feel throughout the whole thing, but as far as, like, a album that is probably going to stand the test of time, which I think is something Cole is really good at doing, I think that, you know, it, it really will. I think it's a really good record. Yeah, it's very, it's very dynamic. You know, yeah. it goes through a lot of, yeah. Yeah, you can really listen to it as one like piece yeah I you know, think which is cool like you said he does a really good job at making like an album that feels like an album yeah mm-hmm. um and i don't know that eludes a lot of people but i mean I, I got the same thing too you know a lot of people say it's too long i don't know if it's too long but i do know like it just seems like an hour if an album is an hour like i even if i think okay i'm gonna sit down and listen to the whole thing it just never happens like something yeah. gets yeah. in the way it's true um, i guess we were li- we were listening to it in the car on tour so when you're in the car and you put it on you can listen to it um it's really cool but i know what you mean it is so, hard but. sometimes i wonder music is like the weirdest art form <laughs> it's so weird like music is my life and i almost never just sit down and listen to it the same way as like watching a movie or reading a book I feel like our generation's like really out of touch with listening to music because we're always streaming it or listening to it in a car. Like I never put on a record and just sit down. Right. And, but like I love music so much. Shouldn't I do that? Like shouldn't that be enough? But like I'm always either like making breakfast or scrolling on my computer. Right. Or yeah. something like that. It's like that. in the background or you're like out and about yeah. doing something. It's like, do I really care about this? <laughs> Maybe you don't even like music. Yeah, really. I don't. Who knows? So funny. Sometimes like. I like watching live videos more than I like listening to records too. And I think this is I think also knowing knowing you Nick you love music. Like I just like you're one of the most music obsessed people that I know and I know a lot of them because this is our whole world. So everyone everyone we hang out with is like sometimes I feel like we don't have any conversations that aren't music related, which is yeah. cool in a way too because it's what we all like to do, but that's no it's a yeah. nice bubble i feel like that's why a lot of people like go to brooklyn in the first place yeah um you know is to be around that you know yeah. like, be with like-minded music obsessed totally people. but i think with what you say too it's like it's it, i don't think you have to be so hard on yourself like sometimes there's something that's really good for making breakfast and then mm-hmm. sometimes you need something that's a little more present to make you you know inspired to do something yeah. else it's just different things for different purposes right and i mean certainly when you're at a concert i mean that's an instance of just kind of standing there yeah. and like absorbing it you yeah. know for the most part unless you're just like on snapchat the whole time right yeah. of course <laughs> Um, but yeah, so let's talk about one of the other ones. So the Porches album Pool. That oh, one, I have to say, I've been for some reason putting off listening to it, and I love it. Like when you finally sent it, I was like, okay, I'm gonna sit down and finally listen to it, start to finish, and it's so good. You know, I haven't listened to it besides the singles either, because we've been on tour since it came out, and I really, <laughs> I I'm gonna go home on and listen I, to it tonight. I, yeah, I just threw it on the list because I know you're like. It's a very early year, so we were like, oh, what came out this year? Like, we have to, like, right. figure it out. But, yeah, um, it came out. This all, I, I think it's funny that Is the Is our 
our album and this record came out on the same day. And it's yeah. what we picked. February fifth is a good day. It's just a good day. Yeah. I think I'm I'm the big Porches fan out of the band. And I'm just saying that because that's fair. We, to be honest, like we have mixed feelings on on them, but I am a very strong Porches fan. I think that it's. I think his songwriting is incredible. I really like his voice. The voice is very interesting. Yeah, I think I really like the two singles that I heard from it, and I'm excited to listen to the rest of the record. <laughs> I think it's going to be different than Slow Dances in the Cosmos, and I'm excited. And so, I mean, this also includes, like, uh, you know, unlike the dive record, like, it gets a little more synthy. Yeah. Like, is that something that you're, are you into that kind of music as well? Like, would you ever consider, like, experimenting with that? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm really into a lot of synth music. Like, I, I love Chillwave and Vaporwave. Which is a funny thing to say because it's like joke genres, but <laughs> it's nothing I would ever like. Prob- I probably will stick to being in a rock band, but I think that there's a lot of synth on there. There's, on there's a lot of good synth music for yeah. sure. I think like even Mac DeMarco has like that awesome synth song on Salad Days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, synthesizers are like the same two pianos as guitar as electric guitars are to guitars you know it's like it can make an unlimited the same amount two of different pianos as two electric guitars are guitars oh okay i got it yeah, yeah like they, can, they can pretty much make I, any noise i think you want i get what you're saying same two pianos they're the same the same i heard like two pianos for a second i mean like it's easy to make a guitar sound like a synth and it's easy to make a synth sound like a guitar yeah sort of i get well that well that's i feel like that's they're both synthesizers on like you might as well call an electric guitar and a synthesizer guitar. That's actually a, a really interesting point. It's true. It's a. It's, there's there are a lot. There's a lot of similarities. They look about as close. Like a like a synthesizer <laughs> looks as much <laughs> like a piano as an electric guitar looks like an acoustic guitar. All right, all right. I see where you're going with this. But they're both uh, made of magnet. Oh wait, no, <laughs> that's not true. Let's at move all. on from this. Is getting. <laughs> I don't. Musicians don't usually know too much about. Uh, the equipment they're using. The science. <laughs> ma- magnets. They don't build it. That goes into what Julia wants to do for her press. Well, I thought I, I had this idea recently. I thought it'd be really funny to ask like musicians to explain like one like one thing like in science, like one yeah. science. Like, like how do clouds form? How do clouds form, for example, and like, like see those. how many people yeah. could could get it. Like just see like if you like, if you ask like one question that's outside of the music realm like see if anyone remembers anything from science class I'd be really curious to I see. I can imagine that being like a Pitchfork TV segment. I was, yeah, like like a cartoon yeah. with like, like a company. Yeah. <laughs> like watch Max and Marco explain how earthquakes happen. I feel like that'd be really really cool. This is but, you're giving me like free yeah. content ideas. And well, I appreciate this. It's okay. We did that. Cool. I, I spoke to someone at Rough Trade about it. She's like, "We'll do it." And then as soon as I said it, I was like, "Oh well," and I wanted do it but i don't have time to 
do that. So, but you should you should do it if you want. Well, what about like we could do a test run right now? Are there are there any science concepts that you could like you think you could explain off the top? We know of your nothing. Head? Here's the joke. I the reason I thought of it is because I'm so terrible at science, and especially later, like late in in school. I really gave because I, I went to like, I studied music in school. Mm-hmm. I was rapidly giving up on things like math and science, which I regret a lot now because I don't think it's cool to not know how things happen. I feel like that keeps you from being, you know, ignorant. And I feel sad that I don't fully understand <laughs> what's going yeah. on a lot of the time, or like that I have I took a I took chemistry and like I have n- I have no idea. I didn't retain like one. Like one second of I that know. class. I couldn't tell you anything about I, I slept through mine and I really regret it. Right? It's like as soon as you get out of school, you're like, damn. I really, sh-. like, school was, there were some things about it that, like, just, it's it's because it's cool to be smart. You know, it's not cool to be not smart. That's what keeps you from, that's how, how you're, like, a you know, know yeah. what's going on in the, in the world. So that was my, my point was, like, I was, I'm just curious, like, if anyone else knows, like, anything or if we've all if we all kind of like spaced out i think it's it, to be fair though it's not just musicians like a lot of people <laughs> get yeah. out of school and have absolutely no idea like you learn it but you don't know how clouds form you couldn't yeah. say it off the top of your head or like how a black hole becomes a black well hole. i wonder like would you ask the music would the musicians pick like their favorite one or would you put them on the spot or would you let them do research you, have to put them on the spot. you yeah it's a it needs it needs some work this idea but yeah. What else is on that list? I think you put them on the spot. Because <laughs> then they can study. Right, yeah. It's, 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 I'm sorry, let's move on. All right, enough science. Um, okay, Cheer Mag can't stop fighting. So, so good. Yeah. So, yeah, what are your thoughts about that one? I love Cheer Mag. I think they're the best. I think they're, like, my favorite band at the moment. They're so yeah, good. Yeah, we're listening to them a lot on this past tour. There's not that much to say. With, uh, or, I mean, not that there's not that much to say, but I feel like, you know, sometimes with bands, like, you have to, like, explain it or, like, blah, blah, blah. But it's it, you easy just, to get. You just put yeah. Sheer Mag on, and you're like, oh, this is good. Like, it's just it's good. Like, it's, it's super great. good. It's, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you don't even have to. Everything about it is great. Like, I love the production. I they, love they mastered. They mastered. I think I read that they, yeah, they mastered their record on a boombox. Just like. How is that? Just great. Work? I don't, who knows? You know how, Again, like, science. it has, like, all the different frequency. <laughs> I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Like, like, bass, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, just, like, super fine. T- I'm not sure. I think they, maybe there's, maybe they just ran it through a boombox. They probably, like, mic'd the boombox and then, like, EQ'd it, like, EQ'd out what they didn't want on the boombox and then I mean I it know. sounds like it's coming out of a boombox it's not musicians surprising explaining when you hear it. musicians explaining other that's mu- a good one. mastering yeah <laughs> right. that's a really good one because I feel like most no one musicians knows. knows what mastering no one, is. no one knows I mean I know what is. it is and we right. know that you, why you have to do it and blah 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 but like really I honestly I don't even know what it <laughs> is I, I think I've th- seen it I don't think the guys that are really doing know. it actually know what it is yeah everyone's doing it and no one knows what they're doing um, yeah, it's the music industry. <laughs> do you know anything? I don't know much about um, Sheer Mag. Like, what's have you? What's their deal? Yeah, what's their deal? I've, have never, you met? I've never seen them live, but they're from Philadelphia. And at first, the first time we ever heard of them was at South by Southwest because the Enemy did like the top hundred bands of South by, and we were number two, and we were like, 
oh my god, who di- who got number one? Like, let's and they got number band. one. And then <laughs> Mag. Mag, and we were like, oh. oh my god, this band deserves it because it's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, but number yeah. two is still pretty good. I know, so. no, we weren't. Un- yeah. We were very grateful for number. We two, just heard, we heard we were possibly gonna be number one, so you get all like hype right. about it, and then. I mean, it doesn't mean anything, but Shamag deserves number one. No, it's like it's a it's a like a band. The the guitarist kind of. Have you listened to them at all? Yes, not not a ton though. But just a couple songs. It's just good, like Thin Lizzy guitar and um, just great vocals, and it's just it's just good. Yeah, it's super old school, but it definitely it doesn't sound like it could existed in the seventies. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, it's, they, it's very like it's, modern retro rock. Like they use a lot of like the same like I imagine like he listens to a lot of Rolling Stones and a lot of. Yeah, but it still sounds very new. Rock. And they just—I yeah. they, know they don't—they like they don't—they don't respond to like record label emails. Like they just, which is not necessarily good. It's just like how, how however you want to do it. But they're just like in their own. They're just doing their own thing, which is yeah, it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. No, that was that's an interesting comparison with the Stones and Thin Lizzy because yeah, the thing that I really liked was um, the guitar. It's not like a ton of guitar acrobatics, but it's no. still like really interesting. Yeah. Like the guitar always sounds like the notes are like well chosen yeah. on the solos, very like purposeful. Like, yeah, old, like in the way that like old school guitar solos, right? Are very like purposeful and like almost just like melodic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but not like show offy. Yeah, but, yeah, it was really cool. So the song was. Um, Sheer Meg, Can't Stop Fighting. Um, I forgot to do this earlier, but let's listen to a little bit of it now. Um, all right, that was Sheer Meg, Can't Stop Fighting. Um, one of the other recommendations you guys had was Honduras Hollywood, and I dug that. I got kind of like a Modern yeah. Lovers vibe from yeah. it sort of thing. Yeah, they're yeah. our friends that Honduras we've known for a while. A cool band, yeah. They've been around They've been around like the Brooklyn DIY scene for a while, and... Um, they're, they're opening for us at Bowery, and they're just, they're a really solid band, yeah. they're really good guys, and they're um, working on a new record right now, and this EP is like a little, just like yeah. a little taste of I think this new batch of songs is like, is really, really awesome, and kind of like a new direction for them. Yeah, yeah and they're but doing the, they're doing the East Coast of this as well, so they're yeah. just like, they're just solid, they're like, mm-hmm. they're, they're like working it out. I think, I think the next thing, the next album they do is going to be really amazing too. Yeah. Um, that brings me to just kind of a, a related question. I'm always curious when you when like one band is friends with another. Like, what what does that mean in practice? Like, do you guys like as a band call them and be like, hey, you guys want to hang out tonight? Sometimes, Sometimes. As bands. Yeah. Yeah. I would say but with Honduras, we're actually it's like our specific like we're like we're all we're all really good friends. Yeah. Like we're actually like friends. Yeah. Well, there's also like there's just like a, the just a few a couple spots in. Um, in like Bushwick, where the I feel like a lot of the musicians kind of hang out, um, so it's it's nice we can just like see them and call them up, and you know they're it's just a, it's a good question, yeah, because yeah. it's like sometimes like you have like bands that like the bands like as all four all sorry all four members and all three members are f- 
not friends, but as like a right. title, as a band, they're friends. They're friends. Yes, or because like, they've played like a lot of shows together. They're friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like mutual fans of each other met at a festival once. Right. Like mention each other in interviews. Yeah. But that doesn't. I feel like that doesn't it's happen. Not a bad that doesn't thing. happen that much. I feel like most people are like sort of reasonable about. I mean, I'd say a lot. Of, you know, a lot of bands that are just coming up in the at the same time will be like. Group together a lot yeah. Or like references friends Sometimes but you're friends with bands That you don't know Just because You have all the same Things happening at the same time <laughs> So everyone you meet Is already talking about The other band Because right. they just met them too But you've never met them But you're just in the same sphere And you're yeah. like yeah. Oh that's like our friend band But <laughs> when I, Whatever you say I wouldn't say but. but Honduras is a real friend band Honduras yeah. is a real friend band We know them real well They're good guys We have this Our manager manages them yeah. That is pretty close. I've known them it. pre. Yeah, we were friends before we were a band. Yeah, yeah. and our our manager Krista, that that's the only other band that she manages. So it's like kind of like a family affair because mm-hmm. we just all like we all do stuff together and. And know if each you other. go on tour without a band, it's really terrible. <laughs> it's not terrible, but it's so much more fun when you go on tour with with another band because then when you get to the venue. You have people to hang out with instead of right. like the same old. This past tour, Nick's like, ah, I hate not being on tour with a band. I have to. It's like, hang oh, out I'm so sick every of time we get to a venue. It's like, oh, God, it's like, Well, no, it's just like I just I I I really miss spice like things up with the relationship. When we went on tour with we went on a short tour with Honduras last spring. We went to South by with them and stayed in the same house as them, and it was just a lot of fun. And then we had a lot of fun going on tour with Cherry Glazer and hanging out with them in the Buttertones. And then... Diamond No Joy. The Diamond No, no Joy, Joy tour was so much fun because everyone just like got along really well. We and they're great. Hung Everyone's out. great, yeah. And then when you're on tour by yourself, like, you just get to the venue and you're like, oh, like, I don't have friends here eat meeting a, me. Eat a can of Pringles, <laughs> mm-hmm. like... Drink a Diet Coke, like, do the sound check, you know? Right. Wait we the all way. just end up on our phones. Because we had just been in the car for like six hours together, so like we've already talked about what we need to and talk about. And then there's the no Wi-Fi, so you've been staring out the window, like looking at the. I mean, not no Wi-Fi, but like you know, you don't have service. Right. So yeah. Once you get to the venue, you're like a Wi-Fi hog, which is like a horrible thing to be. I never thought of it that way because I've never been in a touring band. But like yeah. that is true. If you're touring with another band, it's like you show up at the venue and you've already got friends. Like yeah. you might be in yeah. a city you've never been before, but you already yeah. have like. A but crew. you have like four people who are your friends. You're like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Like, yeah. And you have, and you don't have to hang out with them twenty four seven like you right. do with your band. So it's like a little more exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, let's talk about, so the next one uh, that you suggested is Whitney No Woman, is the song. So what mm-hmm. do you guys like about that? Um, it's also, have you guys listened to that? I've never heard of it. <laughs> uh, well, have I've, you well, we, well, we all listened to, we all listened to, to like Whitney the other day. Did, yeah, you did hear it. That was, was that the song yeah. that we heard? That song's no really good. Woman. 
They're good. If it's Whitney's country, cool. I like it. It's yeah, not, it's not country. It's kind. It kind of is. That's what it everyone's has a, saying that they're. It country. has like a country vibe. Well, it's like f- it's like a lot of dudes, right? It's, it's like a, five dudes. It's like seven or something. They have like horns. It's too many. That's like three that's too many. Bad. It's yeah. cool. dudes in a band. No, it's might, cool. Might as well be two bands. It's cool. No, it's cool. They. <laughs> it's the ex, uh, Smith Westerns. Oh guy, really? And the I didn't know the that. first yeah. drummer of Yomo. Okay. Is cool. He's singing and playing drums, and so yeah. you got the all-star lineup. Yeah. Does it sound like the band? What do you like mean? Like the band? He means the band. Uh, like is, it, is it like folk rock or is it a little bit? Rock? It's like folk rock, but think like you, like a UMO like filter on it's it. It's like really. It's like I gotta horns. hear this. And, it's and really it's, cool. And the singing is nice. Yeah. It's like and and not like ju- like it's just like just good singing. It's not like weird singing. It's not like yeah. you know. It doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. It's just like a, it's also very solid. Yeah, I feel they haven't like. they haven't released that much music, but we're definitely digging. I'm I'm digging into them. Yeah. No. The, there were horns on it that yeah. I really thought were like beautiful yeah. and kind of like the old like the. It's again, hard to describe, like, but like the old school way that they would like arrange yeah, horns, yeah. you know? Yeah. Again, like another thing, like old school, but also like very original and very new sounding, mm-hmm. you know? Totally. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's listen to a little bit of that. So that's uh, the band is Whitney and the song is called No Woman. All right, that was Whitney, No Woman. Um, so yeah, so that's those are the recommendations you brought in. Thank you. I have one more off so the top. Much. Of my head. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Do you have anything you want to add? We could talk about Fatweight Family. Oh yeah, they, they had came an album. out. Yeah, the, their album came out. Their January. album came out. I also love the Empress of album, Me, but that might have come out in, in January. Well, I guess that is that's that. It, that so counts. That's like, you mean December? It came out in December for sure. Oh, so it doesn't count as like a this yearly, but it counts. It's fine. It's not that long ago. I just love Empress Ev. I think she's the best. I think she's super cool. Um, big, big, big fan. And she's, that's all I can say. She's so the coolest. When you're like, like her, do you know her? Like when you're in a band and there's mm-hmm. a, an album that comes out, do you pretty much figure like, okay, I'll run into this person at some point? Sort of. Um, She's. I don't actually know her. I would like to, but I think that I, I get too nervous. And actually, one time before the album came out, I I was listening to a lot of her like stuff. But before then, and I ran into her at Baby's All Right, and I was like, I went up to her and I was like, but I forgot her. I for, her name is Lorley, and I forgot mm-hmm. her name. So like, I just blew my moment. Like I was like, oh right. my god, hi, like you're Empress of your. L- l- l-. She's like Lorley, <laughs> and I was like, Bleh. yeah, and then I mean, like shook hands, but um. Yeah, she just, I think she's just super inspirational and um, just a really, really cool girl who just, like, does, she just does really good, makes really good music and doesn't have to, like, she's not, like, super, like, like, has to, like, announce it to everyone all the time, Mm -hmm. which is, I'm not saying that the way that anyone, anybody goes about it is, is bad, and especially as a woman, you're in a different kind of, Position, so there's just a lot of different ways that it's viewed, but I just really like, I also really like the attitude of just like doing something and just like standing behind it and like letting your music stand for itself and just like existing. And I think that she does that really well. So 
I'm just really inspired by her. Cool. Oh, also Kate LeBon had a new song come out. Kate LeBon is the is the best. She's the best. What's the new song? Um, Crab Days. I haven't I haven't heard Crab Days yet, but I I'm skeptical about the name. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Mug Museum is a great name for an album either. Yeah, but it's such a good album. It's a great album. You know, and I don't. Crab I don't think that's fa- like what, but it's probably good. Knowing you don't really want to listen to that. You don't hear like <laughs> crab days and like uh, crab days. Like, all right, it's fine. I'm sure it's good. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. I really appreciate it. I uh, I love the album Human Ceremony. Thank you. Um. Thank you. Do you have anything coming up in the immediate future, or just like focusing on touring or Thursday, February twenty fifth, Barry Ballroom. Yeah, we're headlining 16 Bowery. Plus. That's exciting. That's two days. Wait, is it really 16 plus? Yeah. It's really, yeah. isn't that it's cool? It's really 16 plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because it's so I hard. I didn't even know they did that. I thought they like went down to 18. Yeah, that's our, we're really, we're like really true to our DIY ethics. <laughs> we won't play any 21 plus shows. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. That's not true, but I wish we could. <laughs> but there there was like some kids in the UK who, um, like there was this one girl who who couldn't get into the show and she waited upstairs with like her mom and heard heard the whole show upstairs and then came downstairs and like we like signed some stuff but mm-hmm. it's true it's really it really is it really sucks especially in in New York I mean for yeah. seeing shows just like just Bloomberg New York City <laughs> yeah and people are very but, worried about like the one kid getting served alcohol and then yeah. like, losing their license no, although it's, it's crazy yeah. because I don't want to say the name of the venue because I feel on this because I feel like there could be like legal things, but there is a Greenpoint venue that operated without a liquor license for like five years. So I'm like, if they can do that, like, why are you so worried about this happening? Like, I don't know. Well, there are there are like other weird ways to like get around it, or it's like I feel like DIY, but like you buy a certain thing every day, or you know what I mean. What I don't think it's good for venues to be serving alcohol to minors, though. No, not a, not at all. But like the ex the ex's sist- like situation works, you know, or or like yeah. something works, or like that mm-hmm. you have to have the bracelet, right? You know, it's there are like ways to get around you just it. you shouldn't. It's not right to like not let like 15, 16 year old kids to go yeah. to shows because they're the ones who they're need, the ones, need yeah, it the most mm-hmm. yeah. by the time you're even like 20 you're like your brain's already like kind of like settling a little bit like you've, you've you're, you already love music if you love music you know but when you're like when you're like a weird kid and like that's when it can be life-changing yeah that's really that's a really good point so yeah. it's it's cruel to not let kids kids go to shows i think I mean, we're all still too young to go to 21 plus venues yeah so yeah. it's like that's pretty funny <laughs> i mean not like laughing at you but it's just funny because you produce a really like it's a, like a full sound a full album it doesn't sound like um no offense to 20 year olds but it doesn't sound like something that came from people thank you very much. thank you um but yeah anyways thanks yeah. for stopping by no, really appreciate so much. it this is really thank fun it was thanks lovely for listening talking to our, you guys. our rambling thank here. you i appreciate <laughs> the thoughts okay uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 